0: Come on, say it like you mean it. This is God's word. word. Not Pastor Evan's word. word. I am who it says I am. I I I can do what it says I can do. I can can be who it says I can be. be be. And I will have what it says I can have. have. Today, I I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare. That my, mind is alert. that my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, my, is receptive. my ears are open, ears are open. And, I and I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same, be the same. in Jesus' name, in Jesus name. Amen. amen. Father, we thank you for your word, because it's always a lamp unto our feet, and a light unto our path. As we hear the word today, I pray, Father, that our hearts will be open. Our minds will be receptive. And as we absorb what the Spirit of God is saying to us, our lives will be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, I step back so the Spirit of God can step up and minister life to your people. And I thank you in advance... For signs, miracles, and wonders following your word. And we declare today in Jesus' name that our lives will never, ever be the same. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Let everybody say amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. We're in a new series entitled Maintaining a Spirit-Filled Life. Everybody say maintaining. A spirit-filled life. And on last week, our first lesson in the series discussed why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and then how to apply that to our everyday lives. And if you weren't here on last week, I want to encourage you to go to the YouTube channel and watch the service or the sermon, or you can listen to it on the podcast. So today we're going to continue our series, and I'm going to teach on the benefits of speaking in tongues and then at the end of today's message, I'm going to help you manifest tongues in your life if you don't already know how to pray in the Spirit. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to find three verses this morning. I want you to find Acts chapter 2. We're going to look in verse 38, Acts 2.38. And then Acts 10.44. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 12. That was Acts 2.38. Acts ten. 44 and then first Corinthians chapter 12 verses 1. Now last week we ended our lesson by explaining that tongues is not a gift. Everybody say Tongs. tongues is not a gift. We explained that the gift was the Holy Spirit. So we're going to pick back up because I want to make it clear that the Holy Spirit is the gift so that everyone will understand that Manifesting the Holy Spirit is for everybody. So let's look in Acts chapter 2 verse 38. It says, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Watch what he says. And you shall receive the gift of what? The gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you, watch this, to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. What's interesting here, he says that the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost is the gift. Now, you can write down Acts chapter 10, verse 44, because it also confirms what I'm saying. It says, while Peter yet spoke these things. The Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. Now notice, they didn't need anybody to lay hands on them in this case. The Holy Spirit fell on them that heard the word. And they of the circumcisions which believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out, read it with me, the gift of the Holy Ghost. Everybody say the gift, the gift. of the Holy Ghost. So listen, the gift... That God has given us to manifest tongues is the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. It's not tongues. Because see this is why some people have not spoken tongues. And it's because they believe that tongues is a gift. Which means that if it's a gift well maybe you have that gift and I don't have that gift. But tongues is not the gift. The Holy Spirit is the gift. Now. We read, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, go to 1 Corinthians 12, because when you and I got born again, we received this gift called the Holy Spirit. We received the gift and he brings or allows us the ability to manifest the different manifestations, and we're going to read what they are. In First Corinthians 12, I'm just re- uh, reviewing real quick. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, and when you look up that word gifts in the uh, King James, it's italicized, which means that they added it. But he says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you to be without knowledge. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God can call Jesus a curse. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts. We're talking about gifts here. But the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations. But it's the same Lord, verse 6. And there are diversities of operations or how it operates. But it's the same God which works all in all. Now, verse 7, remember, the word but means in contrast to what was said. So he says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Notice what it didn't say. It didn't say, but the gift of speaking in tongues... Is given to every man. It said, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to who? Every man. Watch this to profit with all. Verse 8. For to one, or we, we translated that to me, for whosoever's given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge, to uh by the same spirit. Verse 9, to another faith. And so last week I showed you that when you and I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. He allows us the different manifestations that he brings. And so we read them. It was a word of knowledge. It was faith. And so we're going to keep reading because I'm not going to focus on those this morning. I'm only going to focus on one. He says, to another, faith by the same spirit. To another, the gifts. Notice now, this is gifts. Gifts of healing because there are different types of healing. You can have physical healing and there are certain people that manifest that gifting of healing Even though it's a manifestation of the Spirit, there are gifts because you got healing of... You can be healed of your finances. You can be healed of your physical body. So there are different kinds of healings. He says, by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another divers, and that word divers is italicized, so it should say, to another kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. Watch verse 11. But all of these work it that one and self-same spirit, what he's saying here is all of those manifestations, they come from one spirit. And that spirit is the Holy Spirit which has been given to us as a gift. Are you all flowing with me? Verse 11 is very serious because most people misunderstand it. He says, but all of these manifestations... They work that one in self-same spirit. Watch this. Dividing to every man severally as he wills. Now, most people think that means severally as the Holy Spirit wills. No, it's not the Holy Spirit he's talking about right here. He's talking about severally as that person wills. And here's why I say that. You can write down Matthew 26, 41. Jesus told them, watch and pray that you enter in and out into temptation, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. See, the spirit is always willing to manifest these. It's up to us. I'm going to say that again. See, some of you all think, well, it's up to the Holy Spirit, and if he wants me to do it, then he'll... Uh, the, no, because if the Holy Spirit wanted you dressed, he would have dressed you this morning. How many know the Holy Spirit wants you to have some clothes on when you come to church? Okay, so if it's his will for you to wear clothes, and he didn't clothe you, it is his will also for you to manifest these manifestations, but it is up to us. Watch this, severally as you will. And if you notice, just if you want to be technical, the he in that is also lowercase. Now, praying in tongues or praying in the Spirit is only one of the nine manifestations But the reason I'm highlighting this one, speaking in tongues today, is because it can be used as a personal spiritual prayer language that has many benefits to it. So I want you to go to Acts chapter 19, Acts 19, speaking in tongues has so many different benefits and I'm going to give them to you at the end and I'm going to encourage you who don't speak in tongues or who have never been taught speaking in tongues or were taught wrong about it i just want you to open your heart up and let the word change your mindset just because you grew up in a church that didn't speak in tongues doesn't make speaking in tongues wrong and so what happens a lot of people will come and first of all you don't hear a lot of teaching on this And so one of my goals is to make sure that you and I understand living a spirit-filled life. In Acts 19, look in verse 1. And here's here's my point as we move forward. You can have access to something and never use it. See, I, I was brought up Presbyterian. We didn't speak in tongues. Now, they didn't teach on speaking in tongues, and they did not teach on, you know, it wasn't bad teaching or good teaching. There was just no teaching. Well, some people were taught in a bad way. Watch verse 1. It says, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. Verse 2. He said unto them, watch this, have you received the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit since you believe? And they said unto him, we have not so much have heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. That was me. I remember when somebody taught me about speaking in tongues, I asked him, well, what what is it? I had never heard anybody speak in tongues. So not only did I not know how to do it, I had never heard of of anybody doing it. Verse 3. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? They said, unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized you with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that you should believe on him which should afterwards come, uh, which is Jesus Christ. Verse 5. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul, watch this, here's another way that that tongues can be initiated. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit came on them. How do we know that? Because it continues to say, and they spoke with what? Tongues. And they prophesied. And watch this. And all the men were there were about twelve. Now, notice when these people received the Holy Spirit, one of the things that happened is that they spoke in tongues. Now, there are two main ways that receiving the Holy Spirit takes place. Now, when you go back and read that verse, he said, have you received the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit since you believe? Well, it's impossible to believe in Jesus Christ and not receive the Holy Spirit because that's how you're born again. So what was he asking them? He was, I mean, was he asking them, have you received the Holy Spirit to get saved since you believe? Well, if I believed and got saved, then I should have the Holy Spirit. And so he wasn't asking them that particular question like that. So there are two main words in the Bible that helps us understand what it means to receive the Holy Spirit. Now, there are two words. Here's the first word, and it's the Greek word, dekamaya. Everybody say dekamaya. All right? And the word dekamaya... In the English, it means it's the word receive, and I'll show you that in just a minute. And this word Decamiah means to receive by being offered to, or watch this, to accept as a gift. So what what the word Decamiah means, I, I just need somebody to come up and volunteer for me, all right? Now, this is today's program, right? And I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Sarah, I'm going to ask her to Decamiah or to accept, or to receive this piece of paper. Now, Pastor Sarah, if you would, just stand here so the camera can get a good shot of you. And just hold out your hands if you would. Now, Pastor Sarah just decamized that program. She accepted the program. She received the program. And so that's one word in the Bible that means receive. And a lot of people, they mistaken receiving the Holy Spirit for the word Decamiah. But the second word receive in the Bible, stay right there, is the Greek word lambano. Say lambano. Now, I'm going to give you two Bible examples of the word decamia so you can have some biblical references. Acts chapter 7 verse 59 says this. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. What what, uh, Stephen was saying was, Lord Jesus, accept my spirit. In Acts 11 verses uh, 1, it says... uh, and the apostles and brethren that were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had received the word of God. When you and I hear the word, our hearts decamiah the word. We receive the word. We accept the word. But that's not what needs to take place when you and I have to manifest tongues. Okay, so watch this. The second word is the word lambano. So the first one is what? Dekamai, if you're taking notes, you can just write down, receive inwardly. That's what it means. And then lambano means to manifest outwardly. Now, this is what that word lambano means. It means to take from, to seize, or to grasp hold of. I'm going to say that again. It means to take. Everybody say to take. Take. It means to seize. Everybody say to seize. And it means to grab hold of. Now, this is what it takes for you and I to speak in tongues. And so now I'm going to ask Pastor Sarah to lambano this program. Okay, now who did all of the work that time? She did. And so for you to speak in tongues, you can't just stand there with your mouth open. I mean, the Holy Spirit doesn't need you to speak English. But he needs your tongue. He'll give you the utterance. And so what happens is, most people, they have to grab hold of in Lambano, but they stand there and expect by Decamaya. Now, let me give you two examples of the word Lambano. Thank you, baby. Y'all give Pastor Sar a big hand clap if you would. Let me give you two verses where the word Lambano... Or receive is used in the New Testament. Acts 19 verse 2. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? That word received is lombano. What Paul was saying, what he was saying to this group was, have you lombanoed? Have you spoken tongues? The Spirit of God. And they said, we didn't even know you could do that. That's the word lambano. When you do your research, the word received there is lombano. Here's another one. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He said, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That word receive is the word lombano. He's saying once the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You should be able to manifest or grab hold of power. Acts chapter 3 verse 2. It says that a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried out, whom they laid daily at the gate temple, which is called beautiful. And he was asking alms of them that entered into the temple. Verse 3. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked them of alms. Verse 4. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, with John said, look on us. And the man gave heed unto them, watch this, expecting to what? He was expecting to receive something from them. He was expecting, watch this, he was expecting to lombano something from them. He was expecting to get something from them. Those people that stand on the side of the road with signs saying, you know, we'll work for food. They're not expecting you to decamire them. They want some lombano. <laughs> I hope that helped you a little bit. So lombano means to grab hold of. Now let me show you another English word, which is the same Greek word for lombano, because I need you to get lombano. Watch this. Matthew 16, verse 9. It's talking about when Jesus fed the multitude with five loaves and two fishes. And the Bible says, and they took up the remaining baskets. The word took is the word lombano. So for you to speak in tongues, you have to lombano. You have to take hold of. You have to express effort. And this is why a lot of people don't speak in tongues. Because they come up or they're at home and they say, well, if the Lord wants me to speak in tongues, I would have done it by now. Well, now we can see that's not true because you and I have a role to play. Amen. Now, what can you and I expect when we're filled with the Holy Spirit or when we begin to speak in tongues? And I am highlighting this one manifestation. We'll talk about the other ones. But go to Acts chapter 10. Go to Acts chapter 10. We're going to look at verse 42. Acts 10, 42. Acts 10, 42. What can you and I expect when we are filled with the Holy Spirit? It says in verse 42 of Acts 10 and he commanded us to preach unto the people and testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be judged of quick and of the dead. Verse 43 to him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remissions of sins. Verse 44. And while Peter yet spoke these words, the Holy Spirit fell on those which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. And here is why. Because as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. And here's how we know. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. I just want you to see this. That when Peter started preaching, he was teaching them the word. The Holy Spirit came on the people and they began to speak in tongues. And so one of, my, one of the manifestations of having the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. And I don't want you to be afraid of that because some of you all, you know, they say, well, you know, if, if I ask the Lord to give me the Holy Spirit, I might get a devil. Well, no, because you are a good father. If your kid asks you for some macaroni and cheese, you're not going to give them a donut. Well, the Bible says that Jesus, when we ask him for the Holy Spirit, he's not going to give us a rock or he's not going to give us a serpent. He's going to give us exactly what we asked for. Amen. And here's the thing. I want you to notice when we read the manifestations of the spirit. That when these people heard the word. They didn't do what some of us have seen. Because see some of us have judged. Watch this. People's responses to the Holy Spirit. And we've judged it as if it's a manifestation of the spirit. In other words, we've seen it. Well, you have seen people do the hot finger shake. Y'all seen that one? You know they're speaking in tongues, and they yeah. come on now. Some of y'all have seen that. Come on, some of you all have seen people scream. Ah! They, they, you seen people run? Okay, when we were at Red First Corinthians, none of those were manifestations of the Spirit. So watch this. When you see that, it doesn't make it wrong, but when you see it, I just want you to understand it's not a manifestation of the Spirit. It's someone's response to the Holy Spirit. Are you all understanding what I'm saying? Okay. And so you got to watch it because sometimes people confuse those things with tongues when tongues has nothing to do with those things. One of my good friends, Ed Funderburg, who uh, works at Gateway Church, told me this story. He had a neighbor who had, he'd been trying to invite to church for years. And I mean years, like 10, 11 years. And so finally this neighbor decided to come to church. And this is before Pastor Ed was going to Gateway. So I don't know the name of the church. So that's good because I wouldn't name it anyway. But he was going to this particular church. He invited this this neighbor. And finally the neighbor says yes. And so the neighbor came to church with Pastor Ed Funderburg that Sunday. And the spirit was high that Sunday. Y'all ever heard that? The spirit was high. That means there was a whole lot of crazy stuff going on. That's what that means. Come on now. The Holy Spirit has nothing to do with you jumping over chairs. He ain't got nothing to do with that. That's your response to the Holy Spirit. He don't jump over chairs. There's no profit in jumping over chairs. So that particular Sunday, the Spirit was high at that church. And I guess they had a habit of running. So somebody decided, because they got filled with the Spirit. How many know this is not being filled with the Spirit? They grabbed the church flag and decided to run around the church. I could just see it too, you know running around the church and Pastor Ed's friend was sitting on the end and this person wasn't paying attention and when they ran by Pastor Ed's guest they hit him in the head with the flagpole he had to go get stitches how many know he didn't come to church ever again Listen, that person running around with the flag, that was not the Holy Spirit. Because the manifestations of the Spirit are clear. Prophecy, tongues interpretation, healings, it's clear. So just look at your neighbor and say, you don't have to do nothing weird. And see, this is why people don't want the Holy Spirit showing up in church. Because they think weird stuff is going to happen. But if the Holy Spirit don't show up in church, we don't need to have church. So what are the benefits of speaking in tongues? What are the benefits to speaking in tongues? There are five. There are five. I'm almost done here. Here's the first benefit of speaking in tongues. Because see, some of you all, you don't speak in tongues because you've chosen not to. And that's fine too if you don't want to speak. I don't have a problem with you not speaking. But at least my goal and my job as a pastor is to put a spiritual carrot in front of you and make you chase it. Here's the first benefit. Number one, speaking in tongues give you and I a personal prayer language that cannot be interfered by man. I'm going to say that one again. Speaking in tongues give you and I a personal prayer language that cannot be interfered with by man. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. You don't have to turn there. They'll put it on the screen. It says this. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue or in a tongue... Speaks not unto men, but unto who? God. Watch this. For no man understands him, how being in the spirit he speaks mysteries. So when you and I pray in tongues, here's the advantage. Your neighbor, your hater, your co-worker can't stop the prayer. And you know what's even better? You can't stop the prayer either. The only way you can stop it is don't pray it. So the first one is, speaking in tongues, give me a personal prayer language that cannot be interfered by men. Here's number two. Speaking in tongues allows you and me to speak directly to God. First Corinthians chapter 14, look at verse 2 again. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. And this is why I encourage you, when you pray in the mornings, pray more in tongues than in English. Because you are limited in English. All you can say is what your head can tell you. But when you begin to pray in tongues, the Bible says you are praying directly to God. You don't have to work. You don't need a priest. You don't have to sit in a confession box and tell somebody else your problems. All you have to do is allow the Spirit of God to pray through you. And the Bible says he talks straight to God. Here's number three. Speaking in tongues strengthens us and makes us spiritually stronger. Speaking in tongues strengthens us and makes us spiritually stronger. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, look at verse 4. It says, he that speaks in an unknown tongue. Watch this. He edifies himself. He edi- when you look the word edify up, this is what it means. To build up. To promote growth in Christian wisdom, to build up in holiness, virtue, and grace. Now, I love Jude 20 because it uses this word again. In Jude 20, there's only one chapter in Jude. That's why it's Jude 20. It says, but you, beloved, building up yourselves... On your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. When you and I pray in tongues, it's like doing spiritual push-ups. If you need to become stronger in your Christian walk, I challenge you to begin to pray in tongues. Because praying in tongues builds you up. Amen. Here's number four. Speaking in tongues. Watch this. This is good. Helps to control your weaknesses. How many have weaknesses? Let me see your hand. Listen. If you didn't raise your hand, that is your weakness. (laughs) Speaking in tongues helps to control your weaknesses. Romans chapter 8. Look at verse 26. It says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for. Like we should. But the Spirit... Itself, He makes intercession or prays for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Notice it says, He helps our infirmities. The word infirmities there means weaknesses. It also means, watch this, to restrain from corrupt desires. So when you and I pray in tongues, it helps to restrain from corrupt desires. Come on now, you thinking about cheating on your wife? I dare you to pray in tongues. Come on, when that woman calls you on the phone, I know you at work and so you can't stop her from calling your extension, but when you answer the phone and she says, Hey baby, how are you? Hello? Praying in tongues will help you stop smoking weed. Praying in tongues will help you stop cussing. Praying in tongues will help you overcome that anger problem you've had. Because he says, listen, likewise the Spirit helps our infirmities. He helps our weaknesses. He helps us to restrain from corrupt desires. Here's the last one. When you and I pray in tongues, it helps us to pray God's perfect will for our lives. I see, watch this, I see Christians all the time. Wanting to know God's will, but never exercising this manifestation in their life. Listen to what it says. I'm going to read Romans 8, 26. Uh, it says, likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we should, but the Spirit itself makes intercession or prays for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart, he knows what's in the mind of the Spirit, because he, the Spirit, makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. If you want to pray, the will of God for your life I challenge you to begin to pray in tongues when you pray in tongues you cannot miss the will of God he says when I pray when I allow the spirit of God to intercede for me he says that he will pray according to the will of God and then I'm gonna ask this one here's number six this is a bonus for you When you and I pray in tongues, it allows, watch this, whatever we pray, our situation would end up working itself out for good see if you keep reading that see most people take that verse romans 8 28 they take it out of context and here's how they do it they say, and we know that all things work together for good for them that love god and for them who are called according to his purpose but you can't lift that up like that why did he say that things will work together for good because watch this the spirit has helped your infirmities and so you don't know how you ought to pray like you should and so you allow him to make intercessions for you in verse 27 and he who searches the heart He knows what's in the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit is making intercession for you. And as the the Spirit intercedes for you, he's praying the will of God for you. And as he prays the will of God for you, it's going to work together for your good. Because you're not praying what you want, you are praying what he wants. I don't know about you, but I don't see why a person wouldn't speak in tongues. It'll change your life. I said it will change your life. I have gotten super. Let me tell you what it does. It sharpens your hearing too. When you begin to pray in tongues. And you're praying in a language that you don't know. Which by the way you, not, you don't know. Your tongues ain't going to sound like nobody else's. Because it's all individualized just like your thumbprint and here's what's wonderful the the one God can interpret all of our tongues and so as you're praying and you're praying the will of God God will drop supernatural things into your heart and your mind that you didn't know and the spirit of God will make you look smarter than what you are I got my kids thinking I can be wherever they are at all times they believe it too one day i called uh, i wanted something from sonic i know that's a natural desire but it don't matter with the spirit of god i wanted a Coke. i said heaven i called her. no i was going to text her and say heaven if you're going to go to sonic can you give me a sweet tea with extra ice and so the holy spirit said don't 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 text her call her right now call her right now i, I just stopped i called her i said heaven are you going to Sonic's because I, I want a, a sweet tea with extra ice? She says, Dad, I'm actually at Sonic's at the speaker right now. They're asking me what I want. How would I know that she's at Sonic right then and there wanting to order? How? That spooked her. One day I just felt led to get in my car doing school. And to drive on the parking lot, I have never done it since then. I drove on the parking lot just to check on Heaven's car. You know, you got to check on things sometimes. So I get in my car, I go to Heaven's school, and I drive around, and I find where her car is. Guess what? Why is Heaven at her car the time that I drove up? Now... Her teacher, them, had them outside, and so they were, they were, she was okay being outside. They was all around. But I'm just saying, how would I know to show up at the exact time, to show up at her car, and she just happened to be there? The Holy Spirit will make you look smart if you'll let him. So here's the deal. Some of you all need to be filled with the Holy Spirit this morning. And we're going to give you an opportunity to do this. So I want everybody to stand up. Everybody stand up. Everybody to stand up. And I need all of my prayer, all of my prayer people that was on the phone last night, I want you to come down. And uh, we're going to help those of you who need to know how to speak in tongues. We're going to help you. So as all of our leaders who are going to help you, come down. Now, those of you who desire... To speak in tongues, and you don't speak in tongues right now. I want you to come down right now. Come down, come down, come down. As a matter of fact, come down and get in front of one of these people. And then if you, if once everybody's full, then we'll stop them up here at the at the aisle. Just and y'all don't do nothing yet, cause I'm gonna come and lay hands on everybody. All right. Just get in front of somebody. Get in front of somebody. We got everybody? Okay. Uh, Let's see. We got one more person right here. All right. Pastor, are you going to use somebody? You going to help somebody? Okay. Uh, We got one more. One more. Huh? All right. Now, before you all, before we get started, I'm going to give you some ground rules. Okay. Y'all look up at me. Look up at me. I'm going to come and lay my hands on you even though I don't have to. But that's one of the ways that the Holy Spirit was activated. And so I'm just going to do that because some of you all need my faith to join you. And that's okay. Once you have spoken in tongues, because most of you all in this room, if not all of y'all, I have a 99% success rate. You're going to leave speaking in tongues. And let me just say this. If you only get one word, just be faithful to the one word. I've had people who didn't do it here and did it on their way home. So don't limit the experience to hear. So, number one, when you when you uh when you do it, whatever words you get, just be faithful. That's number one. Number two, your prayer language is not gonna sound like nobody else's. Number three, the devil is going to tell you when you get done, you weren't speaking in tongues. And here's why I got you with somebody so you can hear you and they can hear you. Because he told me for two weeks, Evan, you weren't speaking in tongues. Well, he had never told me that. He was just trying to get me to stop. Because let me tell you a secret. He does not understand your tongues. After you leave today, don't stop speaking in tongues. At least do it five minutes a day. Every day. And then, I just need you to follow my instructions. So right now, everybody who's coming down and to speaking tongues, I just want you to open your mouth up real wide. Just open it up real wide. Okay, that didn't mean nothing. I just wanted to see if you were going to do what I told you. <laughs> they ain't ain't mean nothing I just wanted to see if you was gonna obey me alright so uh, now the rest of you don't leave we're gonna we'll we'll dismiss you when when service is getting ready to be over we'll dismiss y'all and if you're in line stay in line because those of you after you speak after you speak and you've spoken good we know you got it then we're gonna let you go back to your seat so another person can replace you okay All right. so uh, Pastor Polo it's on you I'm gonna come and lay hands on everybody